Hello and welcome to RGU Talk, the official podcast of Robert Gordon University. I'm your host, Johnny Milne, and it's that special time of year again. Graduation is upon us. Thousands of RGU students are currently busying about getting their frocks and families in order and praying they don't trip on their way across the stage. Not to worry anyone, but I have seen it happen twice. That's fine. With all that in mind, though, this is a time of celebration and reflection. And to do just that, I'm joined by one of our graduating students, and not just anyone, it's former student president, Edward Pollock. Edward, thank you for taking the time to chat to me today. No worries, happy to help out. Thank you very much. Well, right off the bat, I have to congratulate you. You'll be graduating with a first class honours degree in events management. How does it feel? Thank you very much. It feels really exciting. It's been a crazy journey at RGU and the last year has been intense. Fourth year, I think most students (laughs) associate with that. So um, to come out of it with a first, I'm just just so so thrilled. And have you got any butterflies in your stomach about the big day? What what have you got planned? What's the general rundown of the day for you? Uh, I think butterflies, it feels weird to to be nervous about literally being across the stage for not that long but uh, so my day uh, probably wake up I've got my family down in Glasgow they're coming up uh, to visit as well so uh, we'll get ready we'll meet my friends outside the theatre we'll head in for graduation um, and then after that I think we're doing all the hopefully we've got good weather and then we'll get all the lovely photos out in the park and all that kind of stuff and then graduation reception and then dinner with my family later on as well um, and then grad ball on the Friday so it's a busy week but lots of time to celebrate and enjoy um, what's happening Well, focusing back on your time at RGU, I mean, first of all, why did you choose to come here and study events management in particular? Uh, Well, actually, I lived in Dubai at the time, so I'm from Scotland, but I lived abroad. So um, I'd done a lot of events at school and done charity things. So I knew that it was an area I wanted to go into. I liked the business side. So I applied to loads of different universities across the UK. And um, even though I was from Aberdeen, I hadn't been involved with RGU before so I came back one summer and came to visit the campus and knew they did an events course and spoke to the course leader at the time and it was the way that they approached the course, it was the work experience, it was the live projects, the live festival that we got to run in third year that got me excited before I'd even submitted my application. I was like, and even just seeing the campus, like we're in the radio station now, I came and saw it back in 2011 potentially it was and you know it was just the environment that I was like this is a place I could see myself studying so and they had a great event management course so I eventually applied I got into all the different places that I went wanted but RG was my top choice so eventually came here for for that experience and did, did you, you say you lived in Dubai did you come straight from Dubai to RGU that must yeah. have been a bit of a culture shock <laughs> definitely temperature I thought I would totally get used to it having Scottish blood in me I thought it'll be fine I'll get used to it no the I remember in one of my first classes must have been about November in first year uh, we were in the health building and it started snowing and I hadn't seen snow in maybe six years Gosh. So in the middle of the tutorial, I just shout, shouted out being like, oh my God, guys, it's snowing. Ah, it's so exciting. And my whole class just turned around and went, we're in Scotland, it's going to do this for three months. But everyone appreciated it. I thought, oh no, my lecturer's going to give me into trouble. But no, I was like, yes, I'm back in Scotland. Okay, it's exciting. Then uh, three months of snow later, I was like, okay, no, never mind. I'm sick of it by now. Yeah, take me back to the sun. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess a fair few people listening to this will know that your time at university obviously wasn't quite as straightforward as most people <laughs> you started here six years ago yeah so it took two years out to be student president for now i always get these mixed up yeah. communication and democracy correct yes. nailed it. <laughs> um 
So what, what led you to go for that in the first place? Well, again, straight from the bat, when I arrived, I, th- I thought I'd do what most students do and go, okay, I'll spend the first year, you know, just studying. I'm not going to get involved. I'm not going to do extracurriculars. And then emails come out from the student union saying, oh, do you want to sign up for this, sign up for that? So I got involved in things like student radio um, and then got involved as a class rep and started to learn a little bit more about the uh, extracurricular side that was going on at the union. And it just... It, I, it just got carried away from there, just okay. carried on doing it. And then when it got to um, the president elections at third year, I'd been involved with the union for a few years, done loads of things, been involved with the team. And it was just such a great opportunity to be involved, to take a leadership role, to plan events from freshers to grad ball to uh, all the exhibitions and um, things like that, that for my career, I was like, this is the perfect place to go in terms of communication and events, but also just personally the skills I would get. So I took the leap, I ran for the election and was lucky to get it. And um, the drawback was not graduating and being with my original class, class yeah. for my fourth year, but I wouldn't change it for the world because it was just such such a leap, but worth it. Mm-hmm. Well, two years as president, it was obviously something you've got to be proud of. Looking back, what stands out to you as some of the highlights of your time as president? Oh, the, how long have we got? We've got days, probably. <laughs> um, there's so many, and I think there's so there's business sort of achievements. So there's the things that we got to change, the projects I got to work on. So straight off the bat, managed to work to launch a safe taxi scheme at RGU, and um, that went on to win a National Union of Students award, and that helped Aberdeen win a purple flag for being a safe city. And it was a way of, you know, helping students make sure they got home safely. That's a, a project I'm proud of that continues. And um, big campaign changes were things like moving the uh, exams before Christmas. So we did a whole campaign around that to change the academic calendar. I mean not many people can say that they've, they've been able to, to lead that. So being involved was so amazing, even down to little things like getting microwaves. That was probably what I'll be known in the staff circles Absolutely. as most controversial, <laughs> so we won't mention that. Um, and those big changes, I mean, I'm really proud of. And I, I think that's the whole point. You go into this knowing, wow, we could really do something for students and deliver stuff mm-hmm. in such a short time. But the things that I'll remember are, you know, the, the conferences and the events and the, the vice presidents we work with and the, the team that we got to deal with and for me all the the stuff that other people find boring but you know going to board meetings and listening on university committees and understanding how these processes work have pushed me in a way that I didn't think I'd be able to be pushed at and you know developing things like a student partnership agreement and changing the way the university approaches that which um from a student perspective isn't as engaging but for me it has changed the way I will look at my career and the way I will work in organisations so um, so many personal highlights in terms of the person I am two years after getting involved. And obviously one of the other big responsibilities you had would be around this time of year at graduation (laughs) and giving speeches. Uh, It must be strange now that you're on the other side of it you'll be seeing you know people who came after you giving the same kind of speech you gave (laughs) yourself. I know it is strange and it, you asked about butterflies that's why it feels so strange to have butterflies about graduation because I've done I don't know about 20 of them so far yeah. and getting up there and doing the speech is far more intimidating than getting up and walking for like 10 seconds but um, having that experience of, of delivering those speeches at graduations and being around that environment is it's overwhelming really it's such an amazing opportunity but being on the other side will be will be strange as well getting to to actually know that all of it's all come to fruition in the end. And you don't have to necessarily worry about it. Yeah, yeah I don't need to memorise anything. <laughs> well, I, I mentioned at the start, you know, people falling over in the past. Yeah. We don't want to, you know, it's not something we're going to no, encourage laughing not. at. But 
Are there any graduation moments from the past that you look back on with a with a bit of a wry smile? <laughs> um, I, I don't think I've spotted anyone falling over. Luckily, there's been a few funny moments. I think the things that make me laugh about graduation were actually the honorary degrees. I've been to a few ceremonies where um, we've had some really good uh, honorary speakers mm-hmm. who've made me laugh and made it really exciting and interesting. Um, and I guess the thing that makes me always smile is like when you look out into the crowd and you see the students all like fluffing about trying to like find their hats and get all ready and get up to the stage and counting the times so um those things kind of make me me laugh but it's interesting i'm not sat on the other side so once i see it from that side i'm sure i'll have a whole different experience of it yeah hopefully not see anyone falling asleep during the speeches or anything like that (laughs) no hopefully not um now am i right in thinking you know you mentioned some of your other involvement in the union um but student president isn't the only position you've been elected to during your time at RGU. In fact, before we started this interview, I told you I might forget, but you said that you helped set up RGU Radio in the first place. Yes, um, yeah. So what kind of other involvement have you had in the union? What other positions have you held? Yeah, okay. So uh, started off getting involved with RGU Radio. So I was event manager for that way back in 2012. Um, went on and... It started off with a lot of events things. So in first year, I set up the One RG Many Nations Carnival because there was some funding from the Scottish government around trying to get more international engagement. So we did a big event there, and that's continued year on year since I set that up. And then went on and was running, trying to run in elections. And you know, considering I've been so involved with the union, the first three elections I didn't actually win. Okay. <laughs> so it took me a wee while to get my foot in there. And then as soon as that happened, I, I was never leaving. And mm-hmm. uh, so I ran for vice president of events and entertainment in my first year. I ran for vice president of societies and then ran for vice president of events and entertainment. I think I got that one that time. Okay. Um, but yeah, so um, when I didn't get vice president societies, I was involved in setting up different societies. I set up a give it a go week and helps groups get together and um, some of those were things like the Harry Potter Society and the Business Society. They came to um, idea meetings that we had at the union mm-hmm. at, back in School Hill at that time. Um, and then was a class rep and then a faculty officer for the business school and then vice president of events and then um, undergraduate governor and just just a few little bits and bobs. Pretty much putting your, dipping your toe into absolutely everything you can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little bit. And so what, what has it meant to you to be so involved with not only with the union but with the RGU community how, how guess what I'm trying to say is how has it felt to take all this responsibility on yourself it's I've always been a person that really wants to step out there and try new things and get involved so for me these opportunities were about making a difference and trying to do something different and if I saw there was a problem that could get fixed I wanted to try my best and do it and develop all those skills so for me I feel so much more confident in myself. When I first started, I probably couldn't have got up and spoke in front of whatever it is, three, 4,000 people at a graduation ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, and by doing those um, activities, by planning events, which is how it all started, it was about, I need to get more event experience and be able to do that. That's why I got involved in the first place. And it just spiraled into all these networks and new people that I've met. And it's definitely changed the way I will you know do my career mm. in the future and um, so to get involved and i'm proud of the changes that we've been able to make whether that's been you know su- fun social things like business balls and events like that to you know real deep partnership changes and mm-hmm. strat- strategic plans for the union and all those kind of detailed things and um, yeah it's just been great to get involved and see it all and you mentioned earlier that you uh, 
after you've been so involved with the union, you're never going to leave. But <laughs> as yeah. it happens, you have been working elsewhere at the university yes. uh, for the past year. <laughs> yeah. So am I right in thinking you've been working part-time as an employability project assistant? Correct, that's it. So, yeah. so what does that involve and how are you helping students with their you know, career prospects going forward? Yeah, so um, when I went into my fourth year, I was lucky to be... Um, successful for this position as an employability project assistant and my job day to day has been things like we set up a what's next conference just a few months ago in Mm -hmm. April which was all about getting different employers and guest speakers in to try and encourage students to get that career advice and support and right now we're working on a what's next um, graduation campaign so if you're around this week at the graduation ceremonies you'll be able to pop by so bar and get a new sort of flowchart flyer and all these kind of things that are there to make sure that you know when you graduate from RGU, including myself, um, you're not leaving. You do have all of the support and whether you're changing your career 10 years time or you're still looking for a job in a couple of months, you've got all the support and access there and our campaign around what's next has been kind of all about that. And my job is just involved. Delivering all those kind of things, looking at engagement and promotion and branding and those kind of things, but also what can we do differently to help students? And you use the two words again and again and again, but what's next for Edward Pollock? Oh, the big question. I know (laughs) that's where that came from. I think it was even while I was still as president, we were trying to think of what could we do as a campaign? How could we hook students? Because, you know, careers and employability is kind of a long word. What could it be? And I was like, well, every time I go down to see my family, they all just go, what's next? What's next? So I was like, right, we're going to have to put that on a poster somewhere. So um, for me, I'm lucky that uh, through all these activities at RGU, I've still been building up quite a lot of connections. So um, I'll at least continue my employability job for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently on a summer entrepreneurship accelerator program at Elevator, right. as if those words all didn't sound the same. <laughs> um, and that is to help uh young entrepreneurs look to set up a business so mm-hmm. my dream career would be to set up my own events and marketing agency so um, halfway through that process and then the kind of ridiculous um, uh, opportunity that I've got which I'm re- very excited about um, is that I've been offered a part-time lecturer in event management job here at RGU as Amazing. well so lots of little things on the go but really what I want to do post-graduation is build up that experience continue Mm. to to kind of work with the networks that I've done and you know figure out kind of what is next but at least I've got some good opportunities to go into I mean speaking personally to uh, any potential events management students uh, (laughs) listening in the dream team of Rachel Ironside and Edward Pollock wow yes (laughs) that's got me excited to go back and study Um, but finally we've mentioned your time as president uh, but looking back across your whole time at RGU what would you say your best memory is it's a a big question for the last one yeah this is this is the hardest one it's the one because there's so many and I I'm not even sure I could give I I probably have to give multiple answers because I, when I think back, it's it's down to sitting in my first inductions and walking onto the campus for the first time and going, like at first it's wow, am I going to spend four years here? And it, now it's been six, and I couldn't see myself being anywhere else. And that memory straight from the start is 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 so profound. Sitting in an induction room, wondering, oh my gosh, what's happening? Um, two probably the most powerful ones are the are the things I got to do as president mm-hmm. to to stand up to campaigning in front of students to kind of making differences so um yeah it's hard it's hard to pick just one but the whole RGU experience has just been incredible and I've loved so much of it and 
sticking around forever now. <laughs> so uh, eventually I might disappear, but um, no, it's not too soon. Not, not too, too soon. soon. Not too soon. Um, and it just proves that you know when you apply to university, you never think of the real impact that it can have on you. And I always thought, yeah, we'll go to university. That's what everybody does. And it has changed everything about who I am and everything that I wanted to do and one of my other what's next as well is is working in, an, in a national agency around reviewing universities so I'm okay. a student reviewer as well so that's stuff that I never would have had the opportunity to do and and that part of RGU is definitely going to be with me for life. Well on that profound note Edward thank you so much for sitting down and chatting no with me today. No worries at all. And personally I can't wait to give you a big cheer from the sidelines on your graduation. Oh thank you thank you so much. Um, well that's it for this special graduation episode of RGU Talk. On behalf of the university I'm Johnny Milne and we'll talk to you later. <laughs>